0: Welcome to the one and only Circle City Cinema with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello. Welcome back to Circle City Cinema talking about chapter 20 of The Mandalorian. 20. Baitay. (laughs) Baitay. A little Spanish in here. A little Spanish. A little Spanish on Circle City Cinema. That's a first. I i don't even have to fact check that. I know that's a first. Uh, chapter 20, The Foundling. The shortest episode thus far, uh, but nonetheless a good one. And I'm your host, Zach Griffith. And I am joined, as always, on the Mandalorian recaps with none other than my good friend, the co-host of Linsanity. Bryce Shetty.
1: I mean, who else? Who else would it be? It's
0: one schmuck joined by another. There's there's no, you know, there's no shame in that. tells all this time. It tells all this time, time. As, as I would say. It tells all this time. Uh, <laughs> Rice, this was the shortest episode, but very action-packed and a little bit of surprise background info that was provided um, what was your favorite part of this episode? Just right off the bat. What was your favorite part? Mm, My favorite
1: part, probably the showdown between Grogu and the family. Yes. And we'll, we'll talk about it.
0: We'll definitely talk. We'll talk it. about that. A big episode for Grogu. I would say, uh, especially background wise, um, big time stuff for Grogu. And, uh, uh, a trying episode for, for the clan, the Mandalorian clan, especially the Vizsla family. Vizsla family gonna take some L's in this episode. I'll just tell you right now. But anyway, things we've seen lately. Bryce, hit it off. What do we got? What have you seen?
1: Well, both of us. I, I mean, we have a lot in common this week. We do. Um, we we hit True Crime Netflix hard. With Waco, American Apocalypse, and Murrah Murders, a Southern scandal. Yeah, Uh, you know, just just more episodes in our country's latest history because you know we're such a great country at times, and you know if you watch, we're so deprived
0: for controversy. You know, or we're just so deprived for for controversies in this country. I mean, there's not many to talk about. Right? Oh wait. Oh, wait! Oh man! Well, what would you think of Murdoch, Bryce? Because you and I kind of talked about this at work today, but
1: yeah, the first thing with
0: Murdoch—apparently there's there's uh, seven different ways to pronounce the name Alex, and <laughs> also the last name Murdoch as well. But just a a fucked up family, Bryce. I don't know how else to say it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems everything links back to them um and my thing my only complaint with the doc is that this felt rushed i understand you're trying to netflix is still trying to stay on top of the one thing that they're actually good at now and documentaries but this is still an ongoing thing i know alex oh was, whoa
0: whoa whoa whoa. the one thing they're actually good at yeah yeah the one thing you have a at. problem with netflix
1: yeah, I do have a problem with Netflix. Yeah, you're your you're, becoming your you're becoming irrelevant. You're becoming irrelevant.
0: You're oh, becoming irrelevant. No, I just you, you cancel. I disagree. You, you can cancel that?
1: all the good shows. You cancel all the good shows, and you hit. Yeah, you hit on that. about one out of every ten shows that you put out. You hit on about one.
0: But this could be cancel. a comeback season. This could be a comeback season if what's, that is the case.
1: Okay. What? What? The only show. The only show good that's going. For Netflix currently, Stranger Things. That's it. (laughs) I mean, everything else. Everything else, like Bridgerton. It's got what, what all? You know, you. It's.
0: uh, (sighs) Yeah, I don't don't care about you anymore. I'll give you that. No, but. And I totally agree with you. Stranger Things is the flagship property. I don't know. You caught me off guard with that. I thought Netflix. I mean, I think you know how I think of HBO Max. I think HBO Max is the best right now. But That's I think Netflix close. is right there. Netflix, no, is, no it's not no. close. Netflix, no. Now that you say that, it's not close. Netflix is second, but I mean, Bryce, we got the killer later this year. We have Stranger but Things. how many season, how many good Netflix movies have there been? Glass
1: Onion. Hey, that was good. They got they lucked out though. That wasn't an original. Uh,
0: extraction. Extraction 2 in June, Bryce? But as far as a,
1: like, a good, no, but the that's man? all their movies are, are just empty, just mind-numbing entertainment. Good mind-numbing entertainment, but give me something, man.
0: What about The Gray Man? It's good. Mind-numbing? It is mind-numbing, though, yes. <laughs> I mean, look, Mind Hunter one of my favorite shows of the past, like, I don't know, eight years. I don't blame Netflix for that being canceled. That you know David Fincher wanted to make movies. Hence The Killer. Hence Mank. You know, he made those. So I, I don't blame Netflix for that being canceled, but I, I no, I see your point. I mean as far as documentaries, it's them and Netflix. It's them and HBO, Bryce. It's them and HBO.
1: Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it.
0: No, Disney's no. Disney's lucky. Disney's very lucky and fortunate that they own National Geographic; otherwise, oh, they wouldn't 100%. be shit. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be shit for documentaries.
1: They have thirty for thirty, which is good. And
0: ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was just gonna say they're lucky they own ESPN too for thirty for thirties, right. but Murdoch, you know, very, very fucked up. Which leads me into the next show, Waco. I mean, Bryce. <laughs> I was talking to you about the 90s at work today <laughs> dude the not no, whether time. you want to talk about <laughs> whether you want to talk about this or are the World Trade Center bombing or OJ or, or OKC bombing like there's no shortage of I'm not trying to make a joke at all of that but there's no shortage of like tragedies and just crime terrible yeah, people wanting to make a,
1: make a statement here. I do have a question for you, though, Zach, for these two sure. scandals. Okay. Sure. <laughs> this this is a, to me, this is a toss-up for Blocking okay. the Back Award. This is a uh, toss-up <laughs> for me. Blocking <laughs> the okay. Back Award
0: making a comeback
1: tonight. Ooh, yeah, but oh, I'm getting a little bonus one real quick. And you have to choose one. Who True. is worse? Kathy Schneider uh,
0: or Paul's girlfriend. <laughs> Kathy. 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 There's no question. It, Look, yeah, I agree with no go ahead. Go ahead on Kathy's if girlfriend. If you, I know you have takes on Kathy's girlfriend. Uh, go ahead. Are you mean on Paul's girlfriend?
1: Yeah, Paul. Paul's yeah, girlfriend. Listen, she went through a lot, and I'm not discounting that. I'm not discounting that at all.
0: No, she did. She went through a lot. But for, you uh, were you were not for how held. Old she was 19. 20. You were not yeah. held
1: against your will to go out with this ugly dude. This dude wasn't even attractive in the slightest. You're like Bryce. It's not all about looks. Okay. Look at her and then look at Paul. You tell me. And and here's my thing. It's probably that's I'm gonna give her the be, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. It's a small town. But she usually when hot. you're in small towns. yes, and you're in a Paul small town. Maybe that's not. just how it is. No, and I don't know what more you needed to hear from the family, or maybe maybe Paul hitting you. Ding ding ding. I don't know.
0: Maybe that's a deal breaker in relationship.
1: To me. To me, I mean, she did listen, not come out looking good here. Looking like she, she went did to not over that Murdaugh money.
0: Oh, absolutely, she did. And you hit you hit the nail on the head with you know she's she's a gold digger, but I mean, I kind of agree with you. She didn't come out looking great. Uh, I don't blame her for anything that happened clearly, but she did not come out looking great. And I one thing I thought was weird in this was she did not. Like sit with her parents during the the interviews in the show. That
1: was weird. You know, I kept wondering, you know, where they at. But then again,
0: then again, neither did the other people. Like Anthony, that's the the boyfriend of the girl who died, and then that's fair. But this was a very interesting watch for me because I literally knew nothing about. The Murdoch family or or what was that? <laughs> yeah, all I, knew I just kept that. telling you.
1: I'm like, oh, dude, you just got sentenced to life. You're like, who?
0: <laughs> yeah. All I knew was uh, what the lovely Abigail told me that Alex Murdoch had been sentenced to life for killing his son and wife. And I asked her, like, why? Why did he kill... Why uh, we well, still don't, don't know but well, we still don't know uh not that there's ever a good reason for killing your family but uh we we there's usually a motive and we don't know what the motive was uh but documentaries are so I mean I'm with you I'm right there with you Bryce that that Netflix is kind of dominating that genre of of entertainment right now the documentaries uh them when HBO just kind of have a a share of that genre but absolutely crazy stuff uh i asked you what was crazier tiger king or murda you said you said tiger king
1: oh did tiger king it's something. not close it's it's not close so you've never seen it
0: no i've seen tiger king season one i just didn't want to watch season two because i didn't feel like there was a need for it uh, but I mean, yes, of course I've seen Tiger King.
1: Okay, Tiger King to me, and it's just it's just not close.
0: It's not Joe close. Exotic. Yes, I mean just the you <laughs> received that they kept a collect uncovering. call from Joe Exotic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. it's just I don't know. Weird. The weirdest Tiger King was definitely
0: more unpredictable. That's there's no question about that. Like the husband dying or getting killed, um the studio burning down, like or the office burnt, whatever it was that yeah, burnt down. Like,
1: what? what?
0: Yeah, it's so weird, man. I mean, speaking of burning down, Waco, I'll tell you this right now, Bryce, and I think you agree with me. The Davidians started the fire.
1: I started the fire. If if there's a group that can explain that twelve year olds are no longer minors, dude, then yeah, they just I'm-
0: listening to Kathy talk. I I even I, I I turned or I texted the lovely Abigail while she was at work. I said, "Listen, this this Kathy chick, like she is still involved in the cult." I don't know if she's still involved in it, but she definitely still practices what they were teaching because she was trying to justify all the stuff with the minors. She didn't seem to understand why her kid was taken away. I'll tell you why, Kathy, because you're a crazy bitch. (laughs) Hey,
1: why you never got to see Brian again? Yeah, well, well, that kid
0: is probably living a great life right now because you are not in his life. Uh, You are just crazy. You are just crazy. Like John, that, That I, I don't person. understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand it.
1: You shot but, at federal agents. I mean, what did you expect you, to happen?
0: You shot at feds. You were stockpiling weapons like it was Armageddon. I did you expect was going to happen? And not to mention all the stuff going on with the miners. Like, what did you think? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Just crazy stuff. Great, great documentaries, which leads me into one I'm watching right now. Madoff. Bryce. Biggest Ponzi scheme in history. Bernie Madoff. Here's a quote. I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much a direct quote from the documentary. Quote, the scheme was not that complicated. Bernie would take money from people and do nothing with it. He would not invest it. He would just keep it.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I mean, that'll do. That'll do
1: it. You know, uh, why do we have to have such a complicated it, name for it? Ponzi scheme. Uh, say you stole well, money. they
0: explain they explain who Ponzi was. I think Charles Ponzi was his name. OK, but they kind of explain they kind of explain where the term came from. But they
1: say the guy stole money. Whatever.
0: Biggest, Ponzi, largest Ponzi scheme in history I mean let me look up the amount real quick but it was like it was absolutely insane but it's uh, made by the same guy who did the Bundy tapes which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. Uh, almost 65 billion dollars in this Ponzi scheme <laughs> Bernie Madoff was such a big figure in Wall Street he was once the chairman of NASDAQ fucking NASDAQ well, you can't make it not up. Uh,
1: not ideal for the for the citizens.
0: <laughs> it's not a great look for Wall Street. Not a great look for the free market at all. But anyway, Bryce, I would check it out. It's uh, especially list. if you're interested in Wall Street and 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 finances and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's I'm just a, a wonder how something like that was able to. To go on for so long, it went on for almost like 30 40 years, and it's just uh, it's insane. But uh, what do you got next, Bryce? What else have you watched? Uh,
1: so well, let's just talk about it, man. let talk about it succession, baby. <laughs> oh my god, succession, as baby. As soon as the, the theme song hit, I was jamming on my couch, I was head banging. On my couch. I'm not joking. I was headbanging. Oh my up. gosh. Oh. As soon as it hits, man. Oh. Gives me goosebumps every time. It's back. Final season.
0: It's huge.
1: Sad. But I am freaking ready. And it started with a bang, man. The Disgusting Brothers. <laughs> we have the Roy siblings teaming up against Logan, getting a W against logan
0: yes a rare w
1: and uh just a really w. good rare w but also just really good writing and a really good scene from from tom and shiv in my opinion
0: yes to cap the episode yeah man absolutely
1: just just compelling stuff like that's what i appreciate like obviously you're into the storyline but as a side plot as a subplot really freaking good man really freaking good uh
0: Man, uh, who's your favorite character, Bryce, on the show? So I feel like there's an abundance, like all these. All of these, it's all hard of these characters, characters are shit heels, yeah. but you can love any of them here's for my different question. reasons. Oh,
1: here's a better question, Zach. I, I've like I think the better question is, what characters do you hate? Because I love a lot of these characters, and I don't know if there's a character that actually I don't even hate Logan.
0: No, because Logan. So that's an interesting question because you can hate a character for a certain action. Serious? Yeah, set. like I hate Shiv for what she did to Tom, but I don't hate Shiv overall. You know what I'm saying? Right. But
1: like, but then I draw. I draw. I like look at like other HBO shows. Like, I, I just finished *Sopranos*. Zach, you're what a two time watcher of the *Sopranos*.
0: A great example.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, but there were characters that you just hated the entire show. Like, there was like not nobody. In a single time. Nobody
0: in that show is a good person. Much like *Succession*. But you oh, have right. reasons for liking.
1: Like, did you ever liking... like Richie Aprile? Fuck no. Did you ever like uh, uh, Ralph? No, I did thought Ralph was. Like, but
0: I thought Ralph was funny. Oh, is, you know, sure, he's funny, but you never liked him. No, I is never you, liked him. Like, I wanted. Uh, him to did you like Janice? Oh hell no! no Janice it, I, was the one. I <laughs> Janice was the one I probably hated from top to bottom the whole time. Oh dude! It just, anytime no she question. was on screen, I was like, "Fuck, go why away. are we doing
1: this? Go away! Yeah, please but go like, away. Where's the other sister? I'd, I've never felt like from. The beginning of season one. Now Roman was on that trajectory. Well, he's he was funny. on that trajectory. He's he's funny, but but he kind of brings it together. Like he kind of brings it together. But but after what he did to the kid at the baseball game, you're like, I'm gonna hate this character, and and he's gonna <laughs> and he's gonna last the entire show, and it's gonna suck. All but right. you, you you come to kind of love him, Shiv. You really don't mind it. She get it, Tom sticks it to her, so there's justice in the show. He
0: does take it to her at the end of season three, which is beautiful.
1: Yeah. So, I mean,
0: that was beautiful.
1: I just, I just don't hate any of these characters, man. I like them all.
0: That's the thing, man. When you ask somebody, who's your favorite succession character? I don't know.
1: If I had to pick, it's probably Rome or, um, the other son. Kendall. Yeah. I'm a big Kendall guy. I'm rooting for. Not Connor? Not Connor? Connor's a schmuck. <laughs> he might be the closest character I might hate actually because he's an idiot.
0: Connor is just oblivious to anything and everything going on around him like like in the in, in the premiere of the season of the final season yesterday, he is solely concerned about having more than one percent of the vote in the presidential. Election. Which does absolutely like, nothing. And you spend a hundred yeah. million dollars to get it. A hundred million.
1: And of who even
0: slut his, his, uh, wife? You're, all he cares about is his money anyway. The gold digger wife. Right. Exactly. Speaking of gold diggers, her. I don't even remember her name. What is her name? Don't no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I can figure, I, I don't, don't even
1: remember, dude. That's Willow. how irrelevant. Willow. Uh dude, she's Willow. so irrelevant to the show. Honestly, I don't even know why she's still there. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Because they haven't done Willow. maybe that's a failure of that show they haven't done enough with some of these
0: characters? Uh nah, Willow, I feel like isn't isn't that she's not that important to well here's the test, Bryce. Do you remember uh do you remember Shiv's uh Shiv's little friend with benefits? Do you remember him? Do you remember what his name was? No. You know I who don't. I'm talking about.
1: I do know who you're talking about, no I don't. Was it Ryan? The campaign guy. Seems like a tool name. Ryan.
0: <laughs>
1: what?
0: Ryan Gregory catching fades. Off cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. His name was Nate. Nate.
0: Okay. That's a tool name too. Nate. His name was Nate. And yeah, you know, part of the reason I don't like Shiv. She was just, I mean, she cheated on Tom pretty pretty regularly uh kind of ruined the wedding night as well for for Tom. Yeah. If you remember. Oh, absolutely.
1: But he stood up to him,
0: which was awesome. Yeah, Tom finally found a backbone and you know, we saw at the end of season three what what that resulted in. But I'm kinda with you. I think my favorite character would probably be one of the other Roy brothers, the Logan and or not Logan uh, um, Kendall and, huh. uh, and <laughs> okay. Roman which I also think would be the best spinoff of the show something with Roman and Kendall because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they've always seemed to get along the best out of all the siblings yeah, I feel like it's
1: kind of it, that's a it's a cool bond
0: I think Roman's the youngest right I think he's the youngest yes yeah yeah yeah, it's just a I thought it was a fantastic start. Uh, me and Alex will be talking about that as often as we can on on the show and we'll definitely work it in here on on the Mando pods. but uh, next up for me Bryce, I got Roadhouse. I watched Roadhouse uh, on Saturday. Uh, of course this movie's getting a Looking remake good, later man. this year with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> quintessential, quintessential. 80s movie Uh Patrick Swayze Sam Elliott just a great movie Sam uh, Elliott was awesome that? <laughs> Sam Elliott was awesome RIP to Sam Elliott in this movie but uh just a quintessential quintessential 80s movie Patrick Swayze may you rest in peace he was a legitimately good actor I I wonder what his career would have looked like if he hadn't got sick, um, but not quintessential eighties movie, just a great, great entertainment. Then, uh, me and lovely Abigail last night, we watched ants, the, uh, 1998 animated movie. Uh, there's actually a fun backstory with this movie because ants and a bug's life came out in the same summer. And there was like a rivalry between, uh, Dreamworks and Pixar. And there was like a public feud about, making insect movies with computer animation. It's actually kind of funny if you go and read it, Pixar and DreamWorks, like feuding about making basically the same movie in the same summer. It's kind of, it's basically, it's like white house down versus Olympus is falling. Oh geez. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's so dumb. Like, why do we need two of the same movie in one summer? But I actually enjoyed ants. I I really liked it. Uh, Woody Allen, Woody Allen, Sharon Stone, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Gene Hackman, Christopher Walken star studded cast. Yeah. (laughs) Star studded cast with very distinct voices. I really liked it a lot and I'm not a Woody Allen guy, so I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. Uh, really, really good movie, really good movie. Uh, but some news, Bryce, let's move into the news. Uh, we're going to see John Wick 4 tomorrow, Bryce. You and me. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I'm so excited
1: for this. Uh, Absolutely great reviews. Of just goodness. Three hours of goodness, man. I cannot wait.
0: Brave reviews. Like, historically good reviews from what I've read. Just unbelievable reviews. I can't wait to see it. Uh, And then uh, Jonathan Majors, probably the biggest entertainment news of the weekend. Jonathan Majors, you can make an argument, biggest star in Hollywood right now, arrested on assault charges. Uh, Conflicting reports here about what happened, but basically uh, yesterday, the woman who accused Majors of assault took back her claims according to Jonathan Majors' attorney. So it sounds like this is all going to get resolved, but we also have a couple directors saying Jonathan was volatile on set at times. I don't really know what to make of this. Um, Bryce, it's a sensitive topic. Like I said, you can make a case. He's the biggest star right now, but not a good look no matter how you cut it no
1: it's not um they're gonna need to do some explanation i think they're gonna need to leak the video to show this really didn't happen as much as i hate to say that but uh let's hope it's not true it sounds like it's not it sounds like this woman was admitted to a mental hospital again i don't know all the details i don't want to speak on that but Obviously, no. not a fan of that, you know, putting yourself in situations like that.
0: No, we'll see. No, how things come out on that. No, needless to say, not a, not a fan of that. Um, no, but it's just, I thought it was the biggest news of the weekend entertainment wise. Um, you know, a guy like this who is quite frankly at the top of the entertainment world right now, um, the acting world. To, to put himself in a in a place like this. Not not great, but it sounds like it'll all work itself out one way or another. <laughs> we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh this next bit of news, studio wise, Apple. Apple, oh. as we know, getting into the film game. Apple yes. spending massive bucks, a billion dollars a year producing films for a theatrical release for the foreseeable future. That includes this year, Killers of the Flower Moon, which, of course, the new Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and then Napoleon, which is the Napoleon biopic by Ridley Scott, starring Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. Bryce. <laughs> of course, Apple can afford this. They're, they're one of the biggest companies <laughs> in the world. But this is a wild number to comprehend like a billion dollars a year for movies that, you know, these are two of the biggest directors of all time. So of course you can make an exception for them, but it's interesting because you get a lot of these movies premiering on streaming, but now Apple is trying to get the best of both worlds here.
1: Yeah. They're coming fast, man. Um, I mean they've put out they've already had some big actors play in some of their their movies that are already out, you know, Tom Hanks. I know how you feel about that, Zach. We won't discuss it. But yeah, awesome. Samuel Jackson, Denzel, Will Smith. Um, you've had Anthony Mackie. uh, and yep. then you've had people in shows. You've had um Steve Carell, Taryn. you've had Reese Weathersman, Taryn, uh, you've had you know, Jason, right. I mean, you have Jason Momoa. You've had some big time people come in and I just don't know that people are, they still don't think Apple is worth the while. Well, I think this is their move to try and make it worth their while now. Um, But I have a feeling it's only going to reach people that are big into movies like myself and you. Um, because I don't know how many people are like, oh my gosh, a Scorsese movie? Great. Can't right. Wait, let me go buy Apple right now. You know? So,
0: nah, I don't know. I, I agree with that. I mean, I know when The Irishman came out, Netflix gave it a uh, a limited theatrical release. That was only for a couple of days in select cities. So, it sounds like Apple is trying to give these movies a wide release theatrically, and then also releasing them on the streaming service not not too far after that, which I'm all for. I mean, I have nothing against streaming movies, but these two directors in particular, Martin Scorsese and Ridley Scott, I feel like they deserve a theatrical release in some form just based on their resumes, and, I mean, they're two of the greatest directors of all time, so... I prefer to see their movies in theaters, but I think it's interesting by Apple to be willing. I mean, I know they're one of the biggest companies in the world, but a billion dollars is a billion dollars. No matter how you slice it. It tells me they're really committed a shitload of money. It tells me they're really committed to making film a a big part of their company, which I respect. And Caleb Mm -hmm. Lynn so graciously gave me his login to Apple TV so, I'm all set. <laughs> so ready to go, man. I'm all set. And this last bit of news before we get into the Miss Me Award. The Zack Snyder Justice League trilogy will be screened in Pasadena, California. Bryce, you and I kind of talked briefly yeah. about the tweet Zack Snyder put out. Uh, you know, the incoming transmission from Lord Darkside turns out to be this. Uh, the trilogy being screened in Pasadena. Right, I'm all for this. I mean, we get Man of Steel, Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, and then the Snyder Cut Justice League all in one weekend. The tragedy yeah. is we can't go see it.
1: Yeah, can he do a tour, please?
0: Again, make tickets, it a wide release
1: tickets for. The Snyder Con just for the Justice League and Snyder Code, were
0: $175. And I wouldn't bet huh. a freaking eye
1: at it here.
0: I wouldn't bet life. night. I wouldn't bet night either. I mean we like you said, $175 for just that one for the whole weekend, April twenty eighth through thirtieth for this event. Four hundred seventy five dollars just in tickets. You can have one to go see this. You can have my money. He can have my money. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And now, before we get into the episode, the Bryce Shaddy Please Miss Me Award. Bryce, I'll let you take this one first.
1: I have a bone to pick today with AMC Theaters. Oh, all right. Zach doesn't know where I'm going with this.
0: No, I don't.
1: But for every big movie for the past mm, few months, even go dating back to 2022, they've been doing this thing for all of them and I hate it. It's so dumb and I'll tell you why. And, and it's blown up in their face. I'll tell you why. This is so stupid, and, but I respect what they're trying to do. I understand what they're trying to do, but this is, this sucks. AMC is trying to create themselves another stream of revenue. Respect, mad respect. But the way they've gone about it is poor. And the thing that I'm talking about are these stupid popcorn tins that they've tried to make out of props from the movie. And they charge you out the butt for them. How about this, Zach? How about this?
0: Oh yeah, well, Thor, what are Love and
1: about? Oh oh oh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Wait, a shit movie, share? by the way. Yes, so, so we've been told. So we've been told by by you yourself here. Um, I don't. Oh, think... movie? Oh, you disabled participant screen sharing. Okay, I can't show you.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang All on. All right.
1: Well, while you do that, you let me know when it's back up so I can do that. But for Thor: Love and Thunder, they made Molinar. Out of a popcorn okay. tin. All right, so we're good to go. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show Zach, and I think he's going to hate this. I really do.
0: Okay. Here well, we so it has to do with Love and Thunder, probably. But anyway. Worst MCU yes. movie, don't at me.
1: Oh, man, it is... Don't watch it, it Bryce. I'm begging else. you not to watch it. Don't. I will well, tell you what happens. Okay. I, I can't do it right now. My, my, uh, my computer is telling me I have to shut down zoom and do it. So you'll just have to look it up where I can wow. show you tomorrow. Works at. You know,
0: that, it works But they've done it called? for Thor
1: love and thunder. It, you can just look up AMC, uh, collectible popcorn tins. But he, here's my thing. They did one out of the Ant-Man helmet and they did one out of, uh, they made a Creed boxing ring popcorn container this one is the worst though, Zach. This one's the worst. This one is actually comical, and I think you're going to laugh
0: at this. I see the Ant Man one.
1: Okay, so scroll scroll down. Are you on the page like the with, the, with I'm on the, the Google Images? Oh, okay, okay. I see the well, There's green a Black one. Adam light up popcorn container. It's twenty nine ninety nine, and the way they have this advertised on their website as an AMC exclusive, limited edition. Only 3,000 units available. And guess what, Zach? It's not out of stock. They haven't even been able to sell 3,000 of these. Okay. It's embarrassing. Stop doing it. That is pretty bad. I I don't want to see it. Oh, I see it. It's dumb.
0: That's just a bag. Never mind.
1: It's stupid. Stop doing this. Just give me a regular bu- bucket of popcorn. I'm not giving you $30 for a stupid popcorn tin when go to the Dollar Tree and go in for a dollar. <laughs> that says popcorn on it. Stupid. Yes. But it Fair just, enough. Just really grinds my gears.
0: Well, I remember when uh, the Batman came out last year. I mean, hell, a year ago this month. <laughs> I really wanted to get one of those Batman... Popcorn bucket for I wasn't what? To. For what? I don't know. Just to have it's stupid. I'm yeah, a collector. See,
1: see? and you're you're the schmuck that they're targeting.
0: Gotcha. Maybe so, but I wouldn't. I, I still, I wouldn't get a. I wouldn't get a Black Adam. I wouldn't get a well, Black Adam. They're stuck with 3,000 of them now, so well, they can but have them on that a lot one. Well, I also have a bone to pick for my Miss Me Award. Mr. Caleb Lynn, Caleb Lynn, yesterday in our, in our uh, group message, Bryce with you, me, and Caleb. <laughs> let me find the exact words he said about Mr. Brian Cox. Let me find. Let me find this because I, I.
1: You know, actually, I'm gonna help you with this. Actually, I'm gonna
0: yeah. I'm gonna help you with this. So Unwarranted response. Caleb Lynn said Brian Cox is happy the show is over, yet his career will be done as soon as it is. Wrong. What are you talking about, Lynn? Wrong. I'm going at you. Brian Cox's career was just fine, more than respectable before the succession came along. Brian Cox played Hannibal Lecter in Mindhunter or not Mindhunter, Manhunter, the the uh, the Michael Mann film in the 80s. He was in the Bourne trilogy. He played William Stryker in the X-Men trilogy. This guy was doing just fine. He was in Graveheart. He was doing just fine before Succession came along. If you want to say it, it, it upped his uh, popularity, that's fine. But don't say it made his career because it did not make his career. He was doing just fine. More than fine. Before Succession came along. He was in a Spike Lee movie called 25th Hour. He was in Troy. He was in Zodiac. I shouldn't have to defend Brian Cox's resume here. He was doing... He was great! He's a great actor before Succession. I I don't have to... I shouldn't have to be on a pedestal here talking about talking about Brian Cox's resume and legacy, Bryce. So, Caleb Lynn, shove it L. on Brian Cox. L. Brian Cox is doing just fine before succession and he will do just fine after it. Yeah, in fact, he Carry has on. Eight, projects, eight projects lined
1: up right now um, including including a Russo Brothers directed movie with a cast of Millie Bobby Brown and mm. Ki-Huang Kwan. Ah, Jordan. Oscar winner. Jenny Slate, Chris Pratt, Giancarlo Esposito, Stanley Tucci, Anthony Mackie, Billy Bob Thornton.
0: Mm. So yeah, I, should, you I tell shouldn't me have to sit here and, and defend, but no.
1: You tell me a Russo brothers movie, yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah, there's no. Yeah, that's just. Uh, Stop it, Lynn! <laughs> is he on the down? Is he on the downtrend for his career? Sure,
0: but come on. Sure, but you can you can you can attribute that to age. I mean, the guy. Let's see how old he is. I mean, he's he's not young by any means. He is seventy six but he has nothing to prove is my point. Like I'm not like succession did not make or break his career. Certainly yeah. it made him more popular with say our generation, but it did it didn't make or break his career. I thought, I thought he had a fine, just fine career before succession. So Gilblin eat it up on Brian Cox moving into the episode, Bryce. Uh, like we said, short episode, action-packed, but plenty of background info provided. I just want to hit the nail on the head right off the bat. Amon right. Best, returning to the franchise in a different role from his previous role, Jar Jar Binks. He returns to play Jedi Master Kelleran Beck, who... Saves Grogu from Order 66 in a flashback that Grogu has during this episode. Bryce, I thought it was him during the episode. I didn't look it up during the episode because I thought there was just no way and that I saw his name in the credits. It's a feel-good story, Bryce, considering how much hate this man received in the early 2000s and then basically for a decade straight before Disney acquired Lucasfilm we love good, it it was nice. it was nice yeah. to see him come back. We love a good comeback story. We love a little fan service as well,
1: don't we Don't we, we do can we get Jake Lloyd back? do you think there's a chance?
0: Jake Lloyd another one who, who played uh the kid Anakin in episode one received a decade's worth of hate until Disney acquired Lucasfilm. When people realized, wow, the, the prequel trilogy really wasn't that bad. Uh, no, Jake Lloyd. I mean, based on the interview I sent you today, Bryce, I don't think Jake Lloyd's very open to coming back to the franchise. <laughs> oh
1: no, no! But I, I tell you what, Ahmad Best looked awesome.
0: He did look awesome, awesome,
1: man. And, and like he, oh man, it was a cool little sequence there. Um, not only do we get some Grogu backstory, which we really haven't gotten. But we get, you know, a really, a, cool, a really cool sequence, a little excerpt from Order 66 and how it went down that day, which we don't really have a ton. Um, I haven't seen all Clone Wars and I haven't seen Rebels. I, I don't know that if they fill in a lot of the gaps there, Zach. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I don't have a lot of information as to what happened on day Order lot. 66. Not a
0: whole lot. No, not a whole lot in the Clone Wars. I mean, it's kind of happening off-screen in the Clone Wars. While Order 66 is happening in the Clone Wars, they're mostly focusing on the Siege of Mandalore, um, that whole situation, simultaneously while the Clone Wars is happening. They don't really show the Clone Wars on screen, or they don't really show the Purge on screen in the Clone Wars, so it's kind of cool. I mean, in, in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and in Book of Boba Fett, and then now here, kind of getting some backstory on Grogu's role way, in that, and how he got out of it, so it's kind of cool. Is Siege
1: of Mandalore the best episode in Clone Wars?
0: I mean, it's in the running. It's on the Mount Rushmore. There's no question about it. Definitely no question about it. I, mean, I, I, t- I didn't put it on the The uh, things we've seen lately, but I kind of started Clone Wars again casually just to have something on like to turn on if I need to fall asleep or something. And no, that's without that's without question in the running Siege of Mandalore. Um, But yeah, it's it was cool to see him back. Jake Lloyd, I don't think we're going to see him back, (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) but Based on the interview I sent you, Bryce, he didn't seem very, uh... No, <laughs> he, he did not. ...by the idea. I, th- I don't think he's a Star Wars fan. I don't think he's a Star Wars uh, fan, which no, rightfully yeah. so. I mean, uh, okay. like, Well, when you get shit on for 12 years, I probably wouldn't be a fan of it either, but No, it was nice to see Ahmad Best back. Uh I looked it up. It took some convincing from John Favreau and Dave Filoni to bring him back
1: oh, that's to play this sure. character.
0: Because he was so scarred by the backlash he got when he played Jar Jar Binks, so it's kind of a feel good story. I mean, it is a feel good story to see him back in the franchise that uh, did him wrong. Um, in the early two thousands, so it's that- nice to see him back. Uh, best scene, Bryce. Why don't you take us through this best scene in the episode?
1: The scene. So we have uh, Vizsla's sons being saved from. Uh, I guess is Raptor the correct? is I that think the they correct them
0: Raptors in the episode. Yeah.
1: Okay, from the Raptors nest and from the Raptors clutches, if you will. Uh, and then we have we've talked a little extensively about it already, but Grogu's rescue from Order sixty six. A uh, lot of clones. A lot of clones all over that, but we also see some yeah. great lightsaber, some some lightsaber wielding. So uh, that definitely gets in the running there. And then we have Grogu gets new armor. It gets like a little chess piece. Uh, it almost kind of just looks like a a normal sized coin in our hands almost. <laughs> and uh, the mm-hmm. armor puts it right on his chest there. So and and that'll be something that we need to talk about too. Is where how where are we going here with Grogu and and Mandalore? Uh, and then we have Bo katan telling the armor that she saw Mythosaur. That was a really awkward scene. Just yeah, weird. Was. I know. For me, Zach, I'm probably gonna go with the Grogu rescue, only because you right the wrong for a mod. Best. He looked awesome. He gave me. I'm not saying he is, but he gave me Mace Windu vibes as far as as confidence as a Jedi, and just we're getting it done. I'm gonna save this kid. Uh, it was just also he had some great moves in the air as well uh, with, with the speeder. So I'm going with that. Yeah,
0: it's a fair choice. Um, that's my second choice for best scene. I'm actually gonna go with. Uh... Bo-Katan telling the armor she saw the mythosaur because I don't. You can't. You cannot tell if the armor actually believes her or if she's just like, yeah, sure, sure you did, sure you did, sure you saw it. Like you don't. You actually don't. You don't know if she saw if she actually believes her. But you know, we kind of teased this last week, like. Why didn't bo tell Mando she saw a Mithasaur? And I don't think she was hiding it. She just... Because she told the armor in this episode. So I thought that was the first... That was probably the best scene for me, which brings up a question. Has the armor seen a mythosaur before? Or is she just so oblivious... She doesn't know what bo is actually saying. No, I think she knows. Obviously, there's
1: something there because we talked about this in the previous, in our last episode. Like, maybe it's something, maybe it's nothing, but I think it's starting to become something.
0: It's becoming something.
1: But I'm wondering, Zach. Yeah, stay yeah. with me. I, maybe this is maybe this is a massive stretch. I don't know. I'll give but it to Star Wars. Uh, I'll give it to you. Maybe you can only see Mythosaurs if you have a certain fate. And the fate being ruler of Mandalore.
0: Ah, or a chosen so one. That's why you don't think uh Mando saw it. Right?
1: Maybe. And and maybe the armor is like, nah, you didn't see that. That's only that's only lore, and there's only certain people that you know, as legend says, that they can only see it. Yeah. I mean, unless unless they're going to tame this thing and they're going to ride it into battle, which would be freaking awesome.
0: No, oh, God. That would I be guess,
1: awesome. I, I, I don't know what they got in store for this, but I'm, I don't know, man. I just, they just popped in my head. Maybe it's a, you can only see it under certain
0: conditions. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, Boba tamed a rancor, right? Why can't uh, Why can't Mando or bo tame, uh, tame a tame a Mithasaur? What's What's the real difference? You know, it is interesting. Interesting theory by you. I like that. In this category, making a comeback. Ah uh, yes, the block in the back award. For the yeah. most brainless move in the episode, without question, in my opinion, Bryce, goes to Paz Vizla. Oh yes. Uh, he would in be my multiple choice. multiple instances in this episode. Number one, his jetpack ran out of fuel on the rescue search for his own son. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then went into the Raptor Nest without any cover. Unannounced just after they told into you the not raptor to. nest. After they told you repeatedly not to. Then he is scooped up unexpectedly by the raptor itself on the fly. Lucky. Lucky. His ass was saved. He's lucky his son was saved. Lucky Bryce. Uh...
1: If, if Mando and, and Bo-Katan are not there,
0: he dies. He dies and his son dies. And your yep, family line dies. is wiped out. Yeah, congrats. Your your family tree is wiped out in one swift motion because of your stupidity. Congrats. My name on this Zoom is Schmuck Vizla for good reason. <laughs> You're schmuck in this episode. A disgrace to your family name. Uh. Although I will say, in the Clone Wars, the Vizsla family doesn't look too good either. They, they, they're, they, they—they're not a crown jewel of Mandalore, shall we say? The Vizsla family. Oh, I'll put it. I'll leave it at that. Uh, the honorable mention in the block in the back ward—the son, the son of Paz Vizsla. The apple doesn't fall it. That one's a part from the tree at all. Your son foolishly challenges the only Jedi in the camp <coughs> to a duel. What do you think is going to happen? He not to mention he fumbles, fumbles a two o lead.
1: lead, a 2-0 lead,
0: a 2-0 lead, a three to one lead in NBA terms. Like he f- <laughs> he fumbles it, absolutely fumbles it, then gets kidnapped. Bryce, this is what you and I would call an L plus ratio.
1: Oh yeah, L plus ratio. It's a bad day for
0: all, for a all terrible, junior, terrible look for the sun. Terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Uh, oh man, <laughs> the laughing stock of the clan, Vizsla's son.
1: The laughing and, and stock. And Paz tried to be so tough at the beginning of the season, you know, and <laughs> try to be <laughs> of the Mandalore clan there, and it's just. Not not a good look. The pride's hurt a little bit. You might have to, to fly under the radar here for a little while.
0: Devastation. Yeah, you're gonna have to lay low. There's no question. Who got it the worst, Bryce? Well, I mean, I, I, I,
1: I think it's gotta be Vizsla's son. I mean, you get kidnapped, <laughs> possibly eaten. Talons are engulfing your body. You take an L to a little little Grogu.
0: You were held captive. Bad day, man. Tough day. Yes, you t- you take the L, the Grogu, and then right seconds after that, you you're were kidnapped and you're taken. You are literally taken by a raptor and held for days on end in the nest, praying that the Mandalorians come find you. The big winner, Bryce. Who do we have? Well, Mandalorian clan. Uh, not only do they have
1: a successful uh, rescue mission, but they also bring a couple a few baby raptors back, which I didn't see that coming.
0: <laughs> no. They like climbed out of the ship like they belonged, and I was like, alright, cool. We have yeah, some like, pets great. at the very least. Great. I think you get them things to fly.
1: That's going to be <laughs> Awesome.
0: We have some pets at the very least, yeah. Perhaps some weapons. Oh. Probably more than likely some weapons we can use yeah, in our probably.
1: favor.
0: Yeah, let's take them back. Yeah, I mean, let's let's
1: get after it, man. I mean, we've seen uh, rancors it, be tamed.
0: Like, yes, like we said earlier, my rancors have been tamed. Uh, you know, tauntauns in Empire Strikes Back <laughs> and Hoth. The, uh, oh, so the, 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 big wooly, the big woolly mammoths. What what do they call those?
1: Yeah, the wampa? Wampas. The you wampas?
0: A lot of you can get a lot of things tamed, man. There's nothing that can't be tamed. Uh the yeah. Uh, and the big loser. It has to go to the Vizlas, just as a family. Uh
1: their creed their creed is just to not looked good
0: upon. <laughs> Just a terrible showing. First you lose in a uh, Book of Boba Fett, you lose the duel for the Darksaber to to Mando. Oh, and then in oh, this episode oh. you you uh you lose your son and you need Mando's help to get your son back. Just big loser. I mean, yeah, you got your son back, but just a bad look. <laughs> Questions, Bryce. We actually asked each other this at work today. And I don't know if we came to a concrete answer, but when, if and when is it okay to remove the Mandalorian helmet if you're a Mandalorian? For example, in this episode, we saw, you know, they're eating dinner during the rescue mission for the Vizsla son. And they go their separate ways. You know, Bokadan takes off her helmet to eat a little bit. Like, is that okay? Or did you just do it because there were no other people around? Do you take it off when you is. sleep? Like what, I, when the fuck can you take it off?
1: <laughs> that was my thing. So they all departed. They all departed when they were handing out food and they said, bo is leader of the rescue group. So she gets to stay by the fire. And I think everyone separated. So they could remove their helmets to eat. And I think that was done on purpose. So uh, I think that is where it was headed. At least that's the indication that I got. Mm. Uh, I could be wrong, but um, for our next segment, I'm going to explore this a little bit more.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's just get into the next segment. Dylan Hughes. Slip in the DMs award. (laughs) The Spironak, if
1: this ever finds you <laughs> Just hit up our boy Just at least respond to his tweet Okay I'm not saying anything chance. else Just, just him a respond chance. to his tweet That's all That's all he tweets at you a lot just, Give him hope Just say hello or thanks Don't Something die.
0: anything Just something something, Anything Paige anything But uh, the Dylan Hughes Slipping the DMs award for Somebody you'd want to ask a question to The armorer for me. Interesting. Okay, go. I want to know have you ever seen a mythosaur, or are you just so oblivious to what Bo Katan is saying you don't actually believe she saw one? That's what I want to know. It's a good question. She could be playing the mind games as she's done so many times with with Din, with Din Jaren. She
1: does love the riddles.
0: I don't know what she's I don't know what her end game is here. I, I have no idea. I feel like she maybe has seen one before. Cause she's on the kind of the outskirts of the Mandalorian culture, but on the other hand, I, I she very well just could be oblivious to, to what Bogatan is saying. So I like to believe be. she's seen one before. Definitely could be. What do okay. you got for this category?
1: I actually wanna slip in the DMs of Pazvisla. Okay. <laughs> this is a little lighthearted, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Okay. It's got a son, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Hey. Okay. When you're making love, you take it off. You take the helmet off. Is that allowed? It's a legitimate question.
0: It's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. I mean, I was asking you today, like, like if I'm a Mandalorian and I'm shitting outside, I'm assuming I'm shitting outside. It's hot in that desert. I'm taking the helmet off if I'm taking a shit. I'm taking it off. So, like, I need to shower. I need to wash my hair. You know, I I, I got to take the helmet off. There has to be some acceptable situations where I can take the helmet off. Whether I'm taking a shit or taking a shower, like I have to take it off. Or maybe there's some people like Mando who just take it so seriously, other than that one instance, you know, they just don't, they don't take it off. Like we see Mando eating under the helmet. He like lifts it up a little bit, but he doesn't take it off all the way. I don't know. And then some people like Bo-Katan who just don't give a shit. You know, we'll take it off whenever. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Bryce. Good question. For your your question here, for your question here, and that situation in the bedroom, I'm assuming you can take it off. I'm assuming you can take the helmet off. I'm just saying I might try it with the helmet on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the Vizlas are so dedicated, they probably leave it on. Let's be honest. <laughs> they probably it's leave a legitimate it on. Question.
1: Legitimate question.
0: They probably leave it on. It is a legitimate question. But speaking of the Vizlas, our history lesson today, I'm bringing back the history lesson, is on Tar Vizla. Tar Vizla. Was a force-sensitive human male Mandalorian who was the first of his people to be Im- inducted into the Jedi Order as a child, and later became a Jedi Knight. According to legend, Vizla created the dark saber, which we all know what that is, which would become the symbol of leadership within House Vizla and became the ruler of Mandalore. He is the ancestor of Pre who is the leader of Death Watch and the Clone Wars and uh, tried to take over Mandalore with Darth Maul. And then Paz Vizsla, who was the winner of many awards tonight on Circle City Cinema. Congrats. Uh, But uh, Tar Vizsla, pretty important figure in the history of Mandalore. As far as I know, the only Mandalorian who was also a Jedi, which I didn't think was possible. So, the armorer explained the origin of the Darksaber to Mando. Uh, she said, quote, It was forged over a thousand years ago by the Mandalore Tar He was both Mandalorian and Jedi. So, there you go. Interesting. Created the Darksaber, was meant to stay in his family, did not. And now, of course, as we know, belongs to Din Djarin, Mando. <laughs> so, that's your history lesson for tonight.
1: Rice! <laughs>
0: I'll be honest. I ran out of ideas for Star Wars top fives. I threw shit against the wall. Nothing stuck. (laughs) And so I threw in the towel here. Here's your top five for tonight. On the fly. Bryce does not know about this. He does not know what I'm going to ask. Yeah, I don't. Bryce, give me your top five film series slash franchises. Your favorite your top 5 favorite film series/franchises. slash franchises. Then I can go I can go first if you want.
1: Okay. Just,
0: Just let me okay. know. I yeah, can go, go first yeah, if you want. Can.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
0: So at 5 I'm going the Jason Bourne Trilogy. This is The Bourne Identity, The Bourne Supremacy, and The Bourne Ultimatum.
1: That is going to make the my original. top five, actually. I just wrote that
0: down. <laughs> yes. This is the original three, so this doesn't include The Bourne Legacy or Jason Bourne. So, yeah, that, that is number five here. Um, just some of the best action movies you'll ever see. What are Matt Damon's signature roles, if not his signature role? Besides Goodwill Hunting, uh, just some great action. Paul Greengrass, one of the best action directors we have, directed Captain Phillips as well. Just very talented. My number four, in my opinion, the greatest film trilogy of all time: The Lord of the Rings. Uh, like I, I mean, I don't there's not much I can say on this trilogy that hasn't been said already. (laughs) I would argue some of the best action slash war sequences ever put onto the screen. Uh, Peter Jackson, this put him on the map, allowed him to make movies like King Kong and the lovely bones and what basically whatever he wanted. Um, And the third movie, Return of the King, one of the most historic movies in terms of the Oscars, won all 11 Oscars that it was nominated for, which has only happened a couple times in history. So, my number three, and I'm going to be very specific here very specific. Uh, I know this is the the Infinity Saga of the MCU. (laughs) The Infinity Saga. So, every movie from Iron Man to. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Let me be very specific here. The Infinity Saga, absolutely unprecedented world building in the movies. We'll never see anything like it again, bar none. My number two, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Oh
1: my gosh! It has to be on this list with that.
0: I will get a room, book me a room at the Marriott, whatever you have to do. Such a joke, man. The honeymoon suite. Such Just, a joke. I cannot say enough about what this trilogy... I I, I I can't say enough about what it means to me. And then number one, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars, specifically the... Uh, episodes one through six... Um, uh, uh, Star Wars is just uh, Endless Goldmine for me Whether it's the movies Or the shows Or, or the books it. it just goes on and on So I gotta go Star Wars number one Has always oh, been yeah. my first love Always will be Some honorable mentions for me The Daniel Craig Bond movies That's good Specifically Casino Royale and Skyfall uh, those ones in particular. Yeah. The Harry Potter series. As somebody who read the books a couple times. Uh, those movies sit pretty close to home. Just the Batman franchise in general. Specifically the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, mm, that's good. And then the Tim Burton movies as well. Those are some of the first superhero movies I ever saw. So I have to go with that. And then uh, recency bias here because I just rewatched the whole series. Yeah, I would knew that was coming the mission impossible franchise mission impossible franchise um but yeah that that's my top five so bryce what do you have what do you have for us
1: okay at number five scream scream franchise ah, in my top yes. five um man as soon as i watched the first one um first i got it i was in love with the first one and then as i kept going on i'm like man these are great just the just the parody God, of it, are. but also the storyline. The God, first one, them. Unmatched, just so good, man. So good, so good. Uh, number four, um, I'm going to... You were specific with Marvel. I'm actually going to narrow this down. I'm going to go with the Captain America trilogy. It's
0: the best trilogy in the MCU. There's no question about it.
1: I mean, when Winter there's no Soldier hits... Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, when Winter Soldier hit theaters. Oh, Oh, I mean, we were all shell-shocked.
0: Amazing We were were just, we were shook. Just shook, man. Great film. It's it's arguably a top three MCU film. Absolutely it is. Top five? Top five, no question. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Number three.
1: Lawrence. Bugman. There's just something about well-trained... Individual solo acts that you just, you're just entertained by. And it's a good storyline, too. Speaking of Brian Cox and Born Trilogy. Lauren. So that's my number three. Number two. And I have a feeling I, I'm doing this in anticipation. I'm crowning it. That's my favorite. I know what you're doing. John Wick. I'm crowning it, baby. <laughs> I haven't even seen the fourth one, and I'm crowning this this franchise. You are in the presence of the king. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, well, and I'm only going to I'm going to say this too. Now, I know I know where you know Zach is. I'm looking at this as an entire franchise. Okay, so we have the formidable world building, incredible, right? Because we're going to have the continental, which is coming out this year on Peak ballerina, and we have ballerina. So I'm crowning Indiana. And then numero uno, I agree with Zach. It's Star Wars, man. It's what I grew up on. It's what I know. Um, it's awesome. I don't care what people say about two and three. They're freaking awesome movies.
0: I don't they care.
1: Fight me. I'll fight you to the death on that. Number one, Dude. fine. I'll agree with you. But two and three, awesome. So you can get off me on that, please. Thanks.
0: Any honorable mentions for you?
1: I really didn't get back, back to, the to the future. I know like back to the future. Yeah, I do like back Rocky? to the future. Um, Rocky probably gets an honorable mention. I think Pirates of the Caribbean gets an
0: honorable mention. Ah, uh, that's a good one, especially the first three. That's a good one.
1: Yep, 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 yeah. I was. Uh, I think Fast and the Furious probably gets a, a good honorable mention. Probably should have made the top five list, but uh, mm. you know, yeah, some yeah, some uh, ridiculous stretches in those. So. Yeah, it is Mm -hmm. what it is. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good franchises out there.
0: A lot of great ones. I mean, with the Batman, you can get so broad with the Batman franchise. I mean, there's just a ton you can put in there. John Wick was a good one. John Wick was a good one. Uh, You're well within your rights to crown it, that's for sure. But We'll see what we have to say about it next week, Bryce. Yes. Oh, yes. Slugs, Bryce, plug it. Linsanity, March Madness. Linsanity, March Madness. We're
1: talking about it. I've officially beat uh, Caleb in the bracket challenge. Even though I did not win the group, I did beat him. So hold that L and I will definitely That's all that be letting him know about it on Linsanity. So tune in for that.
0: Very nice. So we got that on Linsanity. Uh, power Hour the latest episode, Dylan Hughes rejoined the show with Alex. Let's talk about the Pistons, the Spurs, the Sixers, and the Magic. Really only one team that matters out of those four. The other three teams will be vying for position in the Victor sweepstakes. There's no question about it. Do they deserve Victor? No. 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 The Pistons and Magic in particular have had their chances. <laughs> If the Spurs got him, I wouldn't be upset, to be honest with you. But Bryce, I'm all in on uh, Miller for the Pacers. For Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller.
1: Okay. Well, I yeah, I mean that's probably our best option, but I don't think we're going to be high enough to to get that.
0: Well, Bryce, Tyrese and Miles are out tonight.
1: Yeah, I know, but we, we might. and we were down. We were down, but uh, I tell you, who's showing up? Andrew Nemhard from my fantasy team.
0: Andrew Nemhard and Jordan Wora.
1: Benny. Benny playing well. Benny's got 20 points right
0: now. Laura dropped 25 and a quarter. Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, he did. It. Holy. Balling. Balling. Congrats. Yeah. Big props to
0: him. Big prop to big props to him. Uh, gonna be exciting to watch us next year. Um Really can't wait, Bryce. What are the odds we can get Brandon Miller and Trace Jackson Davis in the draft?
1: I think that's high, I think that's pretty high. Pretty interesting.
0: I feel like we can get them both, that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be fine with that. But anyway, uh, that's what's coming up on the Running Hook Network, Bryce. Thanks again for joining me, and as always, folks, thank you very much for listening to the pod.